Hey everybody and welcome back to the Parent Pod. Today we are talking about jobs and job preparation. For many, the stigma of the starving artist is something that can make it difficult for students to discuss potential career paths with family and friends, especially those who don't quite understand the variety of paths students take with their art. Joining us uh, today are the two fearless leaders of our Career Services Department, Director Heather Golden and Specialist Danielle Ruger. These two are here to discuss the way CIA works to support students during school to prepare them for a variety of career paths once they graduate. Welcome to the pod, Heather and Danielle. I want you to uh, uh, introduce yourselves and tell our listeners a little bit about uh, yourselves. Wonderful, Matt. Thank you for having us. My name is Heather Golden. I'm the Director of Career Services here at CIA. I have over 12 years professional experience in higher education and in design. Um, in addition to my work as the Career Services Director, I also teach a professional practices class here at CIA that helps students prepare for their life after graduation. And additionally, I'm in the process of finishing up my doctorate in higher education administration. And my name is Danielle. I earned my undergraduate degree in digital media and design and before coming to higher education had experience working in a creative department. So my goal in this role is to help students be the best creative professionals that they can be using that experience and perspective. Like Heather, I also teach a professional practices class here at CIA and engage in my own freelance design work. Thanks. Uh... And for those who don't know, they are amazing, amazing people and uh, great colleagues to work for. So tell our parents a little bit about Career Services and what kind of what and what they offer for students. Sure, we have a wide array of offerings that we provide to our students here at CIA. Um, one of our most popular services is our one-on-one -on -one career advising. In those meetings, we might help students with a wide variety of topics, including resume and cover letter writing. We also offer assistance in finding and applying to federal work study. So if any of your students have federal work study on their award, have them come in and talk to us. We offer guidance on job search strategies, uh, including networking and interview techniques. We also help students connect to our alumni. We find that our alumni are wonderful mentors and resources for our students. We help support the Creativity Works Self-Initiated Entrepreneurial Internship Program for visual art and craft majors. We um, as provide assistance and preparation for the internship fair and career fair networking events. We also help with graduate school applications for students who are seeking MFAs. And we also offer our services lifelong, so any alumni can continue to use our services free of charge. And um, our last thing that we would like to promote is our College Central Job Board. Uh, not only can students search for opportunities, but they can also post their resume and portfolio so employers can see it. Great. I mean, I guess, you know, one thing I would probably want to want plug is, you know, we have our internship fair coming up here. Uh, why don't you, uh, I think that might be a question for later, but um, just want to let you know that um, that Career Services does things throughout the whole year. And, uh, and this is the, our, what this podcast today is centered on is letting you all know as listeners what exactly um, we're doing for your, uh, for your students. So I guess the next thing um, that really is more of a higher level kind of uh, uh, piece is about Career Services commitment to skill development. You know, I do love a good pedagogy. So um, talk to us a little bit about some of those uh, skills that uh, the Career Services works with students to try to, you know, strengthen and, uh, and build. 
Well, the career readiness of college graduates is really a hot topic right now, and we want to make sure that we're helping students prepare and enhance the skills that are going to help them and that employers want. So the National Association of Colleges and Employers has conducted a survey and has found that regardless of the industry or the field, there are a few skills that employers are, you know, regularly looking for. Those skills include critical thinking slash problem solving, written communication, oral communication, so communication is definitely important, teamwork and collaboration, a knowledge of and willingness to learn technology, so all those software applications that students are using when they're doing their work, leadership, professionalism, self-awareness, and finally a respect and awareness for others in their beliefs or cultures. So we really work in career services both in our one-on-one -on -one appointments and through our programming to help students develop those skills. Yeah, I mean, you know, not only just for career, but for life, I think those are also good uh, good skills to have. And uh, I think, uh, Heather, you and I had talked a little bit earlier, I think it was even this week, about um, a, uh, a business, a, a company that was saying, hey, we're looking for people who have these kinds of skills. And you're like, you know what? That's funny you should mention that because we're also doing things to foster these skills in our students. So it's good. I think we'll be a good match, uh, you know, between uh, our students and your and your company. So, um, but I guess how uh, knowing that you all are doing some of these great things and working with students in this way, how how can students utilize your services? As Heather mentioned, our services continue to be available to alumni once they graduate, but whether you are a first-year student trying to figure out what majors you're interested in, or a senior conducting your job search, or anywhere in between, we encourage students to come meet with us. At the beginning of uh, every student's first year when we do a presentation, we talk about how their careers are kind of like a watercolor painting. Now, for those of you who have done watercoloring, you may have noticed that if you try to put too many layers on too close together, you're going to kind of end up with a muddy mess. So we encourage students starting with their first year to come in and lay that first layer of foundation, give it time to dry, add that next layer with sophomore year, starting to look for internships, another layer with more experience junior year. You get where I'm going with this, but the point mm -hmm. is if they come in regularly, we can help them get a pretty nice piece together in terms of their career readiness by the time they graduate. So appointments are recommended. We can take walk-ins if we are available, but if students want to make sure that we are free, they can book an appointment on MyCIA at my.cia.com edu slash visit career. I know everyone is writing that down, so I'm going to repeat it. It is my.cia.edu slash visit career. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I think about uh, my own undergraduate experience a million years ago and, you know, in the school that I just have to say that three of the four people in this room were blessed to go to. Um, but yeah. The, All jackets. <laughs> but, um, but no, that, you know, our alma mater, one of the things that they really pointed out was that very piece, that your relationship with the career services office is not just something that you go to when you're a senior and you're ready to graduate, that it is a, it is a relationship that you need to be a part of starting even as your as a first year student, uh, you know, in, uh, in college. And again, laying that base layer of color, to use that metaphor, using that, putting that base layer down because you know that these skills that we're looking to foster in students are going to be something that's going to take some time to build. Uh, and certainly four years, uh, you know, is a good way to start that, but it does take some time to do that, right? So what I'd like for you to tell parents about is, you know, describe some of those great programs uh, that you all do, because I really feel like parents need to know what 
is out there for their students so that way they have can have good conversations with them about like well hey did you go to resmania or you know like tell us a little bit about that yeah, absolutely. So yesterday was one of my favorite programs of the semester, What Not to Wear Career Services Edition, where we have um, clothing, professional clothing that have been donated by faculty, staff, and board members. And we have students come in and check out the wardrobe and add a piece or two to their collection so they have something really nice and professional to wear at the internship fair. Okay, so if I can, if I can, um, it was right outside of our office. So if I can um, describe what this looked like um, from inside the office, um, you know, the Career Services office has a bunch of um, clothing that had either been donated um, by other, you know, professional clothing that had been donated. And so when I look out the window, I see just a number of uh, students like just rummaging through um, all this clothing and, it, it, uh, and, and just to kind of give you a picture, you know, things were flying all over the place. People were trying on things over their clothes. Um, and, um, and so I, it was, it, it was amazing to watch from the outside. I'm sure that it was really, in, you know, kind of in, great to have that service for students from the table that you all are working at. Yeah, and just to hear their appreciation as they were walking away with their new pieces for their wardrobe. They're like, I'm taking this, thanks. Um, you know, it was really interactive and fun. And we also had a professional presentation um, showing students about how to dress, how to um, have good posture when talking to employers, how to um, still show off their personality as an art student while being professional. Right. So that was the educational component of that as well as they got to take some free professional clothing. In addition to that really fun event, we also have um, our Resumania where we, um, we help students go over their resumes in a quick interactive format. We also have our business card basics where we help students understand some of the um, elements that go onto a business card. As artists, their business card is a way that they can generate potential leads and, and job opportunities. So we really do stress the importance of having a nice on-brand business card. Right, like so a business card, it, it, it should be normal sized business card. It shouldn't fit in a uh, in a padded envelope. You know, I think I think our, our students sometimes, you know, they want, you know, they have it is an expression of who they are. You're right. And so, um, you know, sometimes they kind of take it uh, to a little bit of extreme and, uh, mm -hmm. and sometimes while artistically done and amazingly beautiful. Not necessarily uh, appropriate, you know, when you're sending uh, when you're sending your uh, your portfolio or your resume out um, with uh, with this business card to companies, right? Absolutely, yeah. and we try to show them some funny examples about how font matters, readability matters. We show them a Lisa Frank image with all neon colors, and we as a not to do um, because we don't want to hinder their creativity, but we also want this to help them get jobs. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you did mention earlier, Matt, our, um, one of our signature events of the uh, semester, our internship fair, coming up on September 11th uh, from 11 to 1 p.m. It's during a time where there are no classes held during that entire period, so every student should be able to attend. We have over 40 companies coming on campus who are here to hire our students. Uh, it's a high energy event. It's um, very exciting. The employers are so excited to be here. And um, it's just one of our favorite events for the semester. Yeah, you know, and it's what's interesting is we keep hearing about um, 
you know, how employers are looking for creative people, right? Yeah. So what kind of, I'm sure we have kind of usual, uh, I don't want to call them suspects, but you, the p- typical um, art-driven uh, companies that will come in uh, to do the internship fair. But were, are there any kind of surprises that you're like, wow, I didn't see that, but that's awesome. Like that company coming in, was there any one that in particular that you could point to? Well, we're really excited to have Sesame Workshop come. So Sesame Workshop of, you know, Big Bird and Elmo, that kind of Sesame Workshop. We have them coming in from New York. Um, They hired three of our animation students for internships last summer, and they just saw how talented our CIA students were. So they're traveling from New York City to come to Cleveland Institute of Art. So that's kind of a fun surprise. Um, We also have some usual suspects, um, some local Cleveland area companies, uh, including Key Bank which you might not think of KeyBank as a place that would hire artists, but they're hiring UI UX designers for paid internships. Really, really excited about them coming. That's awesome. Um, and, and, you know, and that's something, and the other thing about the internship fair that I think is important for parents to know is that, um, again, this is, this is a four-year kind of experience, right? And so, you know, just because your student may be a first-year student does not exclude them from coming to the internship fair. And uh, during the first week of school, I was able to, uh, I was uh, privileged to sit out uh, at a table with uh, career services while I was doing some other things uh, as students were coming in and signing up for stuff. And um, and the one thing that you all really pointed out and tried to hit home was pulling in as many first year students as possible to say, listen, like, just come and check it out. You know, so I guess, you know, what is it for first year students to be able to go to the internship fair? Yeah, so I often give this own example when I'm talking to students about the internship fair. I'm the director of career services, and the very first internship fair I went to, I walked into the room, looked around, said, oh, heck no, and turned around and left. I was so intimidated and so scared, I didn't even give myself the opportunity to engage. You know, looking back at that now, I can't even think about all the opportunities that I lost by that mistake. So for this event, this is a chance for first year students to come and just walk around and look, maybe try talking to an employer or two, but not feeling the pressure of having to do that. Um, They can listen in on conversations that other students are having with an employers to kind of learn what that looks like. And there's just so many fun employers that come to this event. They're bound to find something they relate to where they might even just want to try um, and get their feet wet by talking to a company. Yeah, I mean, I think that is such a good point because I think one of the things that um, parents should realize that uh, with internship sites, when they get to campus, they are just as excited as the students to be able to kind of have this conversation and you know, and look at possible interns. Uh, so they are really excited to talk to our students. Uh, and it's so great to be able to, because, you know, we all kind of help each other, you know, in setting up the internship fair. And, you know, uh, and so, you know, being able to talk to employers, uh, it's always kind of a neat experience to hear from their perspective, you know, what brought them to CIA today, what they're looking for in our students and, you know, that kind of thing. So. And that's the other reassuring thing for parents is these companies want to be here. They know the reputation of CIA and just how talented our alumni base is and our students are, and they want to be here. They have taken time out of their busy day to come and meet your student. Right, right. So I I guess my next question really has to do um, with uh, a a kind of a, I would call it a misnomer of career services, right? 
And that has to do with um, the difference between career placement and career services. And so, you know, much like this internship fair is, you know, is coming and we are providing an opportunity for students to meet with potential employers for internships, you know, I guess talk to our parents a little bit about what that difference is, where that kind of came from, because I think we all, we hear a little bit about job, you know, like, oh, well, it's the job placement office and it's not that. And so talk to us a little bit about, you know, the kind of, um, kind of words we use and the vocabulary that we use and what the difference between placement and service is. Yeah, that's a great question, Matt. So um, definitely career services, we think of ourselves as educators. And so we are educating your student about lifelong tips to you know, sort of have, um, we in career services, we think of ourselves as educators. We are working with your student to educate them about different trends and techniques and strategies that will help them be successful not only with their first job, but for lifelong success. And so we focus on more of an educational model where we are teaching them how to find and apply for opportunities. While we do have a job board, which our employers who want to hire our students will post on, um, we, you know, we have those open for all students to view and to be able to access those opportunities. So we don't place students with employers, but we do everything in our power to help that student have those opportunities. Yeah, because ultimately it's about mentorship and you know and uh, and guidance and uh, you know and coaching. Yeah, you know? and I think that's a great way to kind of maybe think about for our parents to think about um, what career services, you know, much like the education that they're getting in the classroom about their you know intended career path or intended career choice, they're getting that education and guidance about their career path through career services, and I think that's a really important distinction to make for our parents um, as they are helping their students through their, uh, their undergrad uh, years. So speaking of helping, how can parents um, really best support that, um, uh, you know, support their students' career aspirations uh, during their time in college? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Parents are some of our strongest supporters for career services. We definitely um, would encourage you all to remind your students to attend internship fair, career fair in the spring, um, to come to the career services events. You can ask them if they are going to those events and just kind of check in on that. We also would uh, encourage you to have your student make an appointment with career services during this first year. While we realize they're just starting school and adjusting to a schedule, making friends, you know, doing those really important things. Eventually, sometime this year, we would love for them to come in. A great first appointment for a student is to talk to us about the majors that they're thinking about and the career paths that those majors tend to have. It's a great first conversation and one that's really helpful for them as they go through the rest of the freshman year. So what, what about if I'm a junior and I have yet to come in um, and have just kind of been putting off everything and just kind of focusing on my work, right? We have those students, yes. you know, despite our best efforts. So if, um, if a parent has a conversation with their, uh, their student and the student's like, oh, I haven't been there, I don't even know where it's at. Like, what about for those upperclassmen who are already in majors, who may have been in majors for a couple of years, and then, you know, and now they are just kind of starting that path with career services. What about them? Like, how, how can a parent kind of help push that conversation where they, you know, so they don't necessarily feel, because we've been kind of talking about 
this kind of a four-year model. Yeah. But like how, what can career services or how can a parent um, kind of help their student get into career services even if they are junior? Well, it's never too late to start. So that is always our you know, philosophy when working with us upper class students who haven't necessarily come into career services yet. Um, I think at that point in the junior year, students are really focused on internships. So um, we definitely would love to help them find and secure an internship for that summer between junior and senior year. And so sometimes that's the motivational um, aspect that brings them into career services. Um, we do typically rely on word of mouth too. When, when students have a great experience with Danielle or myself, they're act, actually apt to tell their friends. So sometimes we get uh, some juniors and seniors coming in because they had a friend who um, career services helped them with their CV, their resume, their graduate school application, their application for a residency. Um, so that's one of the ways that we help um, upper class students too, is it's not too late to get this started and let's think about your next your next opportunity. Yeah. And you know, the at the end of their four years here, that opportunity, you know, maybe, you know, will should be looking at full time employment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So what are some of the cool jobs, uh, you know, I, I always love hearing about where students kind of land or the kind of jobs that they're taking, but what are, uh, so what are some of the cool jobs that are currently held by some of our CIA alums? Yeah, so I mean, it's going to be impossible to list them all because we have so many fabulous alumni working in all areas of art and design. Um, but in thinking of some of the more, more recent alums and some of the fascinating things that they're doing, um, we have alums working at Chrysler as industrial designers. We have interior architects over at Miller Zell in Atlanta. Um, we have our scientific illustrators working for publishers of, of scientific textbooks. We have um, students going into curatorial work, especially at some local um, partners such as the Sculpture Center. We have a lot of students who want to go on and illustrate for greeting cards. So American Greetings actually hires a lot of our alumni um, and and they work there to make uh, the next cute, awesome greeting card. We have students who go into teaching art with uh, organizations like Progressive Arts Alliance and the Center for Arts Inspired Learning. Um, we have some really amazing opportunities for our craft students. Um, you know, we've had glass majors go on to become um, glass apprentices at different art museums, including um, the Pittsburgh Glass Center. We have students going into UX UI design for software companies, including MIM Software here in Cleveland. And we actually had a, a recent alum from the last class um, go on to be an industrial designer for Mattel, the toy company. So. Again, it's too impossible to list all of them, Matt, but these are some of the, um, you know, examples of where our alumni end up. Sure, sure. And, you know, it's always good to see them when they come back and, you know, and a lot of times um, companies will send them as representatives when they're coming Mm -hmm. to like the internship Internship fair. And so, you know, it's not uncommon for even our undergraduates to have an internship experience at a company where they start working there over a summer or a semester and then ultimately get offered a full-time job. I mean, that happens too, right? Yeah. Um, that's actually like one of, uh, statistic-wise, the National Association of Colleges and Employers um, found that that's the most common way that students find their first job is through that internship experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I would stress to parents that, you know, um, you know doing an internship is you know is wildly important if they can do one yeah. um, just because it gives them 
some uh, professional experience, and it also like gives them an opportunity to explore whether or not that field is for them. Yes. You know, I mean, I, yes. I myself, I you know, I I was an undergraduate. I started as a uh, as a pre med major. I was a, in chemistry, and I had an internship that um, was part of a scholarship I had that was a in a, a chem lab, and um, and while I could do the work. Through that, through that internship, I was like, man, this is not what I want to be doing. Like, this is not fun. Like, I don't get this. Like, I know what work is work, but, like, I didn't find it very interesting. Like, I was more interested in talking with others. And so it's kind of ironic that my career path kind of led me to a place where I'm helping other people in a different way. And so, you know, that internship could be, for them, it could, it could be a way in which they turn and do something totally different in a creative area, you know, as well. Yeah. So I have a similar story as well, too. I, when I was in college, I was obsessed with television. I thought that my career would be in television. And so in my sophomore year, I got an internship at VH1. And I worked as a stylist on set. You, you know, you would think that this was all of my dreams come true, but I actually realized it wasn't. And if I hadn't interned, I might not have found that out until my first job. Mm-hmm. And I just can't imagine how devastated I would have been right. to, to find that out after graduating. So yes, I, I mm-hmm. absolutely agree. Internships can help you discover just as much as what you don't want to do as what you want to do. And I almost feel like the what you don't want to do is even more important. Yeah. So I'm always, I'm, you know, I'm always really kind of thankful for folks who do internships to either find one of those two things out. Because yes. we have tons of students who come back and they're like, this is what I always wanted to do. This internship was, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Yes. You know, it just solidified what I wanted to do. It's like, you know what? I'm glad you had that internship experience. So internships uh, are really, really important. Um, So I guess, Heather, my next question is, when do you think the best time for uh, students to have an internship is? Yeah. So we've had students do internships at all different levels. However, A more strategic approach is after their sophomore year, that summer after sophomore year going into junior year. And the reason why is the students spend their first year in foundation learning the basics of art and design, and then in their sophomore year they go into their major. They have the whole year sophomore year to really start learning and honing the skills specific to that major. So that summer in between sophomore and junior year gives them that chance to test out what they've learned in the classroom over this second year. Right. Now, um, I know that one question that you probably get a lot from the students, and I know parents are also, also thinking this, uh, because as a parent, I think this stuff about this stuff too, is, you know, are they paid or unpaid? Yeah. So we encourage our students to seek paid internships when possible, because it is still a mix out there where half will be paid and half will be unpaid. Uh, If the experience is unpaid, we still want the student to be compensated in some way. And so what we encourage them to do is to seek credit for that internship. So they're being compensated in terms of college credit and not necessarily in terms of money in those situations. Um, Students seeking paid internships can also do credit as well. But, you know, we typically try to encourage our students to seek out those paid opportunities. One of the great things about College Central, our job board, is that it allows employers to click a box if an internship is paid or unpaid. So it's not a mystery to your student when they're looking at the fabulous opportunities on there 
they don't have to wonder, is this paid or unpaid? We've, we've had the employer check a box to help them understand um, so students know to prioritize those paid opportunities first. Awesome. Kind of the bookend for the internship fair in the fall is the job fair that happens in the spring. So I guess, can you describe a little bit about, um, are there internships that are, are there at the job fair or are they strictly like full-time uh, employment? Like, uh, I guess, describe to our listeners a little bit about the job fair and maybe how it differs from internships. Absolutely. So one thing about our job fair is we do hold it in the early evening so that not only students but also our alumni can come back and attend that event. So that's a way in which we want to continue to help alums after they graduate having that event in the evening so they can attend too. Um, At that event, employers are seeking not only full-time opportunities, but also freelance, part-time, internships. It's a mixture of a lot of different types of opportunities. So this event is really for everyone in part of the CIA community, you know, students, um, seniors ready to graduate, and our alums. And we typically also have about 40 companies who come then, and um, and it's just a really great event, a, a nice way to start the spring semester. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about excitement. You know, I think, um, you know, folks who are looking for full-time employment, you know, especially the folks who are about to graduate, mm-hmm. you know, like there's that air of kind of excitement in the air because, you know, they're heading into the final piece of their uh, their time here at CIA. And so um, it is a pretty awesome culminating event, right? Kind of right before BFA and, yes. and all the graduation pieces of that. So, um, but... Sometimes we have students who are not necessarily looking for a job right away. Sometimes they're either their major or their just desire to uh, continue their education is going to take them to grad school. So what if my student is looking to go to grad school? Does career services help with that? And, um, And how should they really kind of help their students start that search? Oh, absolutely. So... I would definitely say for anyone who's interested in grad school, they should start talking to their faculty, to career services, to any mentors that they have during that junior year and senior year. Uh, The graduate school process is one that's very complex. It has multiple requirements and different deadlines. And so the earlier a student can think about it, the better. Um, A lot of those deadlines start um, about halfway through their senior year onwards into the next semester. So different MFA programs will have different deadlines. And so if the student is really um, thinking that their MFA is the path they want to take, having them start coming into career services during the fall semester of their senior year, um, we can help them talk through their statement of purpose, their artist statement, talk about the portfolio requirements that each graduate program has. Um, If we have any alum who graduated from that program, we can help connect them. And then we also host our graduate school fair um, in the fall semester. And there's reps from different graduate schools who come visit CIA where the student can actually have FaceTime to ask grad school reps questions about the whole process as well. Sure. And, and you know, and if a student, well, back when I was looking at grad school, there was this giant book that our, the career services department had that had everything, like every grad school that was, or every grad program that was out there based on different disciplines and, and what have you. So I'm assuming that that's online now. Yes. <laughs> but um, if a student is looking to kind of venture out um, beyond some of the grad schools that are that come to the grad school fair, yeah. um, does career services kind of help give them 
what essentially is the virtual book of what I looked into. Um, does Christopher just kind of help with that, help them find different uh, programs, grad programs that might be in areas of interest that they're looking in? Absolutely. So, you know, with the internet, we have so much information at our fingertips these days. And I remember the last student that I was helping uh, fund an MFA program was a student wanting to go on to illustration MFA. And so only a very sm small, maybe 10, 15 schools in the U.S. have that program. And so we were able to use search tools to narrow down those 15 schools, look at their requirements, see which ones met the students' needs, research the faculty and what they specialized in to narrow it down to one university that that student really felt was a good fit for them. Well, that is, uh, we are nearing our end here on the on our pod. So whether uh, your student is looking for just a place to start with their careers and working through resumes or maybe, um, uh, you know, kind of standardizing their, their business card um, uh, while still maintaining the creativity around it, uh, or going getting an internship, a full-time job, or going to grad school, Career Services is the place where uh, you will want to send your student uh, to get some great advice uh, on that and, uh, and certainly some education around making those initial steps uh, for their career. And then once they've graduated, additional steps to, uh, to kind of taking uh, next steps for their, uh, for their career. So I want to thank uh, Heather and Danielle for being on the Parent Pod today. And um, what's the best way for students, I guess, to get a, or parents in this matter? Uh, to get a hold of you. Absolutely. So for any general inquiries, um, our phone number works perfect. We um, can be reached at 216-421-8071. Again, that's 216-421-8071. And also, everything for um, making an appointment as well as finding out our general resources is on the mycia.edu. And um, specifically to get to our appointment calendar, my.cia.my.cia. And specifically to get to our calendar, you would go to my.cia.edu/visitcareers, and that will get um, to both Danielle and my appointment calendars. The appointments can be made online, so the student, your student, can find a time that works best for their busy schedule. Yeah. So. Um, and just so, so, so parents know that my uh, CIA link is specifically for students. Yes. And so students will have to, and they should know how to do this, um, <laughs> log on to my CIA and be able to see uh, all the opportunities for them to come in and set up an appointment up with career services to meet with them. Uh, but parents, you know, if you're also, if you're driving, I don't want you to be writing down the phone number <laughs> as you're driving. But if you are interested in maybe talking with Heather or Danielle a little bit more about how to help support your student uh, in their career services uh, area um, of being a student, you can always look them up on cia.edu in the directory. So if you just go to the search uh, in the directory and just, look, and just look up Heather or Danielle, you will find them under career services uh, and then you can just hit their either their email, which should be a link, or, um, or give them a call uh, at your convenience. So thanks for listening, and we look forward to the next episode of CIA's Parent Pod. Until then, later.